Get your ride ready for spring driving with Dobbs Spring Break Deals. Money saver deals you can use on Goodyear, Pirelli, Cooper, Michelin, and General Tires. Expert auto service, too. Click on GoToDobbs.com for spring break deals now. Cheap, cheap, fun, fun. Spring is in the air and Dirt Cheap is in your neighborhood ready to deliver the perfect drinks to your doorstep. That's right. All of Dirt Cheap's convenient locations now offer delivery of their wide selections of beers, wines, and all the spirits you need. And if you're like me, nothing hits better in the springtime than a nice weeded bourbon. Ask the friendly staff at Dirt Cheap about their selection of weeders like Maker's Mark, Larceny, and so many others. Download the Dirt Cheap app and order curbside or delivery. Have fun, but be careful out there. Mizzou playing in their biggest bowl game in years. Brooke Grimsley, Randy Carricker with you in St. Louis, and we head down to Dallas where former Mizzou offensive lineman and current Mizzou radio analyst with Mike Kelly, Howard Richards, joins us on the opening drive. Howard, good morning, and thanks for waking up for us this morning. How are you doing? Good morning, Randy. How are you? I'm doing well. First of all, I want you to tell us about last night with your former teammates at Mizzou and as you prepare for this game tonight. What was last night like in Dallas? Well, last night was fun. Um, there were a number of guys in town. Didn't see everybody, but uh, the Eric Wright, Kurt Peterson, uh, were guys, Lamont Downer that huddled up with us here at the hotel. Uh, and don't really get to see those guys that often. I probably see Eric more than uh, than the rest. But it was just a lot of fun uh, to reconnect and um, tell stories and laugh and have a few adult beverages together. Uh, seems like old times. That sounds like a nice night. Well, we were having this discussion earlier, and Randy has a very strong opinion on this, but I want to get yours. What do you feel about with the block M for the helmet that they're going with for the game today? <laughs> Are you serious? Is this even a, is, is this even a question? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, he I wore the block M. Let's, let's preface this. You wore the block I mean, M. Okay, Ray, it's Randy's it's not. Perfect. Randy's it's not on the side of it. Well... Well, what does Randy know? <laughs> so here's here's the deal. Here's the deal. And if 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 I'm being completely honest here, there was a logo that the university used. It was never used for football, but it was used on letterhead um, across the university, especially during the time that I was being recruited and for some time afterwards. Okay, it was a version of the block M with like a fighting tiger exploding out of that end. That is my personal favorite. It has come back. You can still see it uh, at places like Rally House on some of their apparel. Um, but it, So if I were choosing a logo, that's the only thing you'd see. But I do love the Block M because I wore it. And the version of the Block M that you see now and you will see tonight on the helmets began in 1978 on the Warner, under warm powers. Uh, prior to then, 77, my freshman year, we wore the smaller uh, M that Pete Woods, Leo Lewis, those guys wore in 76 uh, when he beat Ohio State up at the shoe. Uh, but the larger version that you're going to see tonight is the one that began in 1978 under powers. All right. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the game against Ohio State. And Ohio State has some guys that have opted out or, or transferred out, but they still have a bunch of three and four and five-star guys on their team. Uh, and Missouri has their team, except obviously for people like Rakestraw and uh, and Hopper who are hurt. What do you think of this game, Howard? You know, I, from what I can tell, these players are locked in, the Missouri players are. Uh, this bowl game means a lot to 
the program, it means a lot to Missouri fans uh, who have, I, I think, looked and witnessed that a football program that has underachieved, uh, especially since Gary Pinkle um, uh, left coaching. Uh, lots of high hopes, but no, not quite gotten there. I think uh, the best season the Tigers had was probably um, 2017 or 18 when Missouri played in the Texas Bowl against Texas when Drew Locke was quarterback. Mm-hmm. But since then, he won eight games. And they probably should have won that bowl game, two and a four, nine game total, total uh, wins uh, for that season. Since then, um, as I said, I think we've, we've underachieved, or the team has underachieved. This year has been so special to watch this group of, of players, and I'm, I'm happy for Drink and what he has built thus far. Uh, I, we kind of feel like we were talking last night or during our show, I feel like this uh, is the beginning of, of something special for Missouri football. We feel like this can be sustained you know, with the direction that NIL and the transfer portal, uh, because I think with the portal, you can sort of, quote, unquote, rebuild your program much more quickly than you can by only signing uh, freshman players. He really has utilized the portal well and has recruited well, which I think is what all has led to this point. We were talking about this earlier. As we know, the playoffs will expand next season. What do you think the expectation should be for Mizzou next year? Uh, with the recruiting classes and the fact that younger players are playing much earlier and the fact that you're getting guys from the portal to come in and have an immediate impact. Uh, We saw what the impact of portal guys were um, from this season, from where they ended last year and the guys that came in and contributed, along with the development of players like Luther Burden, of course, and, and Brady Cook. Uh, but you saw the contributions of Theo Weeks, uh, Teron Hopper, uh, Christian Williams, uh, Jaden Jernigan. Those guys have made an immediate impact in the two years that they've been here. And I think this is what the expectation is. I think fans are looking at next year's schedule. Um, not my prediction, <laughs> but this is the chatter that I've heard the last few days. You know, people are looking at another 10-win season, mm-hmm. if not more. Yeah, I'm I'm among that group. Uh, H, as we look for tonight's game, and here we are in a New Year's Six, and we think about stories. You are a guy that was a prolific college football player, a first-round draft choice in the NFL. What do you think of when you see a guy that came out of a Division II school, led the SEC in rushing, and now is playing in a New Year's Six Bowl game? What's it like for a football player to watch what Cody Schrader is doing? Uh, oh, the shredder? <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> but, but here's what I have always said because of what I have witnessed over the years. If you can play this game, someone will find you. <laughs> and that is the story of Cody Schrader. All it takes is one team, one coach, one program to believe in you. Um, I can't recall the name of the guy that referred Schrader to drink. But uh, I think a lot of people are happy that they had that conversation uh, because he has been nothing short of spectacular. And it's really, you know, he's a talented guy, but his work ethic, his attitude is exactly what you want, uh, not only in a player that's going to walk onto your program, because you know, you know, those guys are hungrier. Um, 
but you know that is infectious it spreads throughout your program uh it shows him as a a six-year experienced guy what it takes to get your opportunity and when you get that opportunity what you have to do to sustain it in order to not just get on the field but stay on the field he is taking complete advantage of his opportunity at Mizzou. He really has. He's been one of the best stories this season. And, Howard, I wanted to ask you, there's been so many great moments this year for Mizzou football. What was your favorite moment? It could be a game. It could be a moment like 4th and 17 or the fake punt. But what was your favorite moment? I would say probably uh, among those, which there are probably a number of favorites, obviously the the, the walk-off field goal against Kansas State. I, I think that was a signature moment for this team. Uh, that really gave these players the confidence to say, we can play with anyone. I don't care who's on the schedule. We can play for four quarters. We have an opportunity to win the game. When it counts, we can do so, which they couldn't do last year. They couldn't finish. They've learned to finish this season. But I think games, an important game um, in St. Louis at the Dome against Memphis, Uh, a, a good Memphis team that a lot of people weren't giving credit for, that team, you know, has, I think they've done reasonably well this season. And it's turned out to be a much better opponent than people gave him credit for. You know, the Florida game, getting over the Kentucky jinx, those were big games. And even in a loss against Georgia and a loss against LSU, Mizzou was right there in those games, if not for a few self-destructive uh, mistakes, Missouri would be 12-0 and this season. Wow. It is amazing to, to put it in that perspective. Howard, a couple more things. Number one, I know that when you're doing a broadcast, you're watching the offensive line play. And it, it, one of the reasons that Missouri hasn't been what they were under Gary Pinkle is because of a failure to build great offensive line play on a consistent basis. What do you think of what goes into tonight's game in terms of what the Tigers will bring against Ohio State on the offensive line against their defensive line, a very talented one? I certainly believe that um, with the way this unit has, I think, rallied and improved every week. You had two brand-new starters on the right side with Cameron Johnson, who transferred in uh, with you know, from Houston with Brandon Jones, uh, the offensive line coach, uh, and along with Armand Mimbo, who we knew was going to be a good player. As a freshman last year, he started four games uh, and has been a model of consistency. Uh, even though this team was pretty much a left-handed running team, uh, running behind Javon Foster, the left tackle, who's all SEC left tackle, mm-hmm. and Xavier Delgado on, uh, at left guard, um, they have, I think, gelled. And, and let's give Connor Tolleson credit. Um, of late, you know, he has sort of eliminated some of those mental mistakes, the early snaps, but he's played much better in his second season as a starter. Uh, so I think big things are, are expected from him beyond this season. And he's the leader. You're, you're the center. You're the guy that's making all the calls. So the expectations are great for him. He's still going to improve as well because you're playing against some hard-nosed, big, strong defensive tackles and nose guards. You're in the middle of all the attention. Plus, you got to make all the calls, the line calls. So you got to know exactly what the hell you're doing in that position. They have gelled as a unit. Uh, pretty proud of the way that they have been able to run the football, you know, create space and daylight for Cody Schrader to do what he does best. 
All right, final thing for Howard Richards. You are, at least from my observation, pretty even keel guy. You don't get too excited, but you obviously have an emotional investment in this program because you played for it. You, you like the Block M. I can tell you have an emotional investment. So when you are getting ready for a game like tonight, do you get goosebumps? Do you get super excited, maybe hyperventilate a little bit? Get Your eyes get misty ever? Um. <laughs> uh... Of course, of course. I don't hyperventilate, but I do get excited about these opportunities. You know, it's interesting. I don't go to the field very often before the game. I will be on the field tonight because uh, Frank and I are going to do a hit at uh, 520. Um, but when I when I do walk the field before game and I, and I see guys that are dressed out, I feel like, you know, somebody has misplaced my helmet and shoulder pads. I need to go and grab them, you know, and, and if it's a grass field, I can smell the grass. And it just reminds me of, of my time playing at Mizzou. And I get, I do get as emotionally charged as I think the players do. I don't think it ever leaves your system. So if, if these guys feel the same way I do, uh, then that is an exciting thing. They are as into this game as I am. It will be a very exciting game tonight. And also thank you, Howard, for helping me convince Randy that the Block M is the best logo. <laughs> I have not been convinced yet. Oh, come on. <laughs> I like that. I now, like I will, that. I will say this. I will, I will be at this now. Now, it, it evolved from the white Block M in 78 to a gold Block M. Yeah. I actually love the gold Block M as well. Uh, I think it, it matches up perfectly with what they do. But I'm happy with the white block M, the original, uh, uh, which is what I think. Mm. I'm not sure if it's going to be the white one or the gold one tonight. H, it's a gold one. I'm all uh, I'm on board with the, the white one. Here's the thing. If Missouri, uh, the Missouri caps look just like Michigan caps with the block M. That's what bothers me is that I think we're, we're taking a backseat to Michigan. When you see that oval tiger, everybody knows that's Mizzou. That's what Gary Pinkle wanted. He, we wanted to be known as not Missouri, but Mizzou. And I think that's what the, to me, the oval tiger shows. I, I I look at, I see a lot of times, especially as a colorblind guy, I see a guy, a, a I see a Mizzou cap with the block M. I see a Michigan cap with, uh, with the block M. Might as well be the same thing. I don't want to defer to Michigan. Hey, let me settle this right now, Randy. What is the logo on Mizzou's helmets tonight? What will you see? Oh, it's it's the block M. Yeah. And what does Michigan wear on their helmets? Uh, they wear Thank their Wolverines. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you, Howard. That's, Thank that's, you. That's the Michigan brand. That's the Michigan brand. That Wolverine on their helmet. That's the only thing that Michigan football is identified with, or should be. Well, there's the, that's true. The yeah, except I, I don't see Jim Harbaugh wearing stripes on his cap. So. <laughs> well, you know they haven't. They have, it's the big thing. They haven't figured stuff out yet. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's always good to talk to you. Happy New Year! Thanks so much for the time this morning. Have a great time tonight. You and Mike will be on the Big Five Fifty here in St. Louis at seven o'clock, and we can't wait to hear it. And we can't wait for Mizzou to come away with a Cotton Bowl victory. Brooke, Randy, happy new year to you guys, too. Thank you. Thank you, Thank my man. You, See you.